Well, it's that time of year again. Projects are in full swing, and you know what that means. you got to make that trip up to Jacob's Supply. Whether you're a contractor or builder, or you're checking those things off the to-do list around the house, now is the time to visit Jacob's Supply. Guys, listen to some of the crazy good deals they have going on right now. PVC decking for $2.99 a linear foot in 10 different colors. Composite decking for $2.35 a linear foot in two colors. Treated decking for $0.65 a linear foot. Duralife composite rail kits available in select colors starting at $64.99. And don't forget the vinyl rail kits also available in stock. Need the fasteners? They have those too. Hidden or visible? Clips or screws. Jacob Supply is located in Temperance, Michigan, but ships many products nationally too. So whether you're in-state or out-of-state, they're just a click or call away. Check them out at www.jacobsupply.com or call them at 734-224-0978. That's 734-224-0978 or click the link in the description of this episode. Jacob Supply, your one-stop shop for products you need at prices you love. Hey guys, you got to join us at the Thank God for Bitcoin 2024 conference in Rocket Town, Nashville, July 24th and 25th. Last year was phenomenal and this year is going to be even better. G.K. Chesterton once said, I never discuss anything else except politics and religion. There is nothing else to discuss. Given how secular our current world is, this might sound strange. We can think of many things that don't initially seem political, but whether we recognize it or not, religion and politics define the playing surface and rules that govern our lives and actions. And money is one of the most powerful tools in enacting the wills of both government and God. Although we all use it, few Christians have a rich, biblically grounded, historically informed framework through which to understand what money is, and consequently the effect it necessarily has on how we think about economic issues. Well, that won't fly at this conference. We're talking stewardship, dominion, and the economics of glory with some of the biggest names around. Speakers include Michael Foster, C.R. Wiley, Dr. Ben Merkel, Dr. Glenn Sunshine, Nate Fisher, Jordan Bush, and many, many more. You won't want to miss this lineup. This is one of the most intellectually powerful theologically sound, and all-around good time conferences you can go to this summer. So go to www.tgfb.com, that's Thank God for Bitcoin, www.tgfb.com, and get your tickets today, or click on the link in the description of this episode. See you there, guys. Christians, are you tired of just talking about starting a parallel economy and not doing anything about it? The Workspace Conference is the catalyst you've been waiting for. Join us this June 28th and 29th at the Hilton in downtown Fort Worth, Texas. Engage with leading Christian thinkers like David Bonson, C.R. Wiley, Steve Jeffrey, David Reese, and Andrew Krapyshevs. They'll share invaluable insights on how to actively integrate your faith with your professional life in ways that really matter. These leaders are not just thinkers, but doers, shaping a Christian approach to business that makes a real impact. This event is more than speeches. It's a vibrant networking hub for Christian professionals and entrepreneurs eager to create substantial change. It's an opportunity to forge meaningful connections, explore new business opportunities, and collaborate in a faith-driven environment. Don't miss the highlight of our networking opportunities, the exclusive speakers dinner. This is a premier event where you can dine with our speakers and other influential guests, deepening relationships and discussing ideas in an intimate setting. We are also actively seeking partners who are passionate about building a Christian economy. If you're interested in collaborating or sponsoring, we'd love to hear from you. And make sure you join us for Beer and Psalms for some relaxed fellowship and let's turn our faith into action together. So reserve your spot now at www.worksbase.com That's worksbase.com or click the link in the description of this episode and be part of building a dynamic Christian professional community. Let's move beyond talk, fellas, and start creating the change we want to see.
Welcome back to another episode of Dead Men Walking Podcast. So this is Greg. I'm in the studio by myself here, but just wanted to give you a quick intro of what you're about to listen to. So Jason and I did our first ever crossover episode with our friend Claude Ramsey of Here I Stand Theology Podcast. We're releasing it special uh, today on Reformation Day. Uh, some of you might know it as Halloween. We celebrate October 31st as Reformation Day. So we did a Reformation Day crossover podcast, and we talked about something very interesting, something that uh, we really haven't covered on our podcast before, um, a cult that had moved in down by where Claude lives in the South called Rod of Iron Ministries. And we just went through and defined what a cult was, why we believe uh, Rod of Iron is a um, cult kind of talked about some of their beliefs, and it was very informative and interesting. And we uh, are both releasing this, uh, both on Dead Men Walking podcast and on Here I Stand Theology podcast, simultaneously today on Reformation Day. So uh, if you are a listener of ours, go check out Claude and Here I Stand Theology podcast. He's a brother in the Lord. Um, met him recently down at G3, and before that, he had invited us on to his podcast and I'm sure we'll get him on here um, sometime in the future. But for now, we did a crossover podcast, and we hope you guys enjoy it. So it's on the Rod of Iron Ministries and a little bit about defining a cult. Enjoy, guys. Welcome to the Here I Stand Theology Podcast, the Reformation Day crossover with Greg and Jason from Dead Men Walking. How are y'all doing? Howdy. Hey, Claude. How you doing? <laughs> doing good. Doing good. Glad that we have got this opportunity to do this. Yes, sir. I know everything's busy with y'all. So, how are y'all been doing? What's been going on in your lives? I know, Greg. Uh, first of all, uh, let me say this: if you're friends with Greg on Facebook, uh, he has been uh, bragging about what a manly man he is <laughs> with his brand new hydraulic wood chopper. <laughs> no, I wasn't bragging about that. I think you put that in there, Claude. You started that rumor. We got to get him something real like an axe. I know. We I actually had some friends ribbing me. They go, where's your axe at, you right, sissy? Right. He had the plaid on, though, so he had that going for him, right? Yeah, I looked the part. <laughs> no, that's... How about you, Jason? What have you been up to? Doing well, man. Yeah, just uh, my my uh, daughter is a little toddler, so I'm running all over the house, you know, trying to clean up after her and make sure she's all right and, you know, having fun, having fun being a dad, being a husband. So a lot of fun. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you uh, are, are you doing um, are you doing good at your trading? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, today, Tesla. Um, made a huge move. Um, Hertz just ordered about a hundred thousand cars from them, and uh, really? that, that stock, yeah, man, that stock went flying today. I think it was up, uh, I want to say a hundred fifty dollars or something like that. So it, it went from about nine hundred ten dollars all the way up to, I think it, it was over uh, ten forty five at one point. I'm pretty sure, but too rich for my blood. Wild, yeah. Well, I, I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I do options trading, so that's okay. that's the kicker. If if you all ever get into trading, you have to learn about options trading, and uh, yeah, you you keep those prices real low. You know, <laughs> right. yeah. I, I'm believe me, I'm not buying Tesla stock. <laughs> I don't I don't roll like that. So. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, guys, we are here celebrating, of course, Reformation Day. 
Um, for those who may not be aware what Reformation Day is, can y'all inform us what Reformation Day is? Oh, absolutely. So it kind of started uh, for me. Well, I didn't start Reformation Day. Let me clarify. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm calling it Reformation Day because uh, we wanted we wanted an option for our Christian friends for something other than, uh, you you know, Halloween or, you know, for for those that just believe to uh, flee the appearances of evil. Uh, we said, well, how nice is it that the Reformation, uh, or what we say, the birth of the Reformation, and um, on October 31st, 1517, was the birthplace of the Protestant Reformation, uh, happens uh, on what uh, the world celebrates on Halloween. So uh, I think I'm in my third annual Reformation Day on the 31st. We have we have a bonfire. We're here in fall now in Michigan. Uh, we just fellowship, commune with one another, and uh, we might throw some beans, you know, mm-hmm. do a little cornhole, do yeah. a little smoking some uh, brisket and some wings and stuff like that. <laughs> and we do it all for the glory of God. Oh, yeah. And uh, I know when Claude got a hold of me, he said, hey, you want to do something for Halloween? I said, I'll do something for Reformation. Yeah, Day. right, right. I'll do something for that. <laughs> and uh, we're so happy that you had us on, too, because yeah. it's a good subject, and I think it's something people need to hear about, but I'm probably skipping forward a little bit. That's okay. That's okay. Um, so um, those those who are, who are in the know, uh, us being Reformed folk, Reformed men, we are, uh, we hold to Reformation principles, mm. which those are uh, basically, when we say that, we are talking about the the five solas mm-hmm. of the Reformation. Now, some folks wonder what are solas. Solas is Latin for alone mm-hmm. and only, mm-hmm. and we hold to the five solas um, that, that we are saved by grace alone, sola gratia, mm-hmm. uh, by faith alone, sola fide, Mm-hmm. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, his country is all can uh, is all get out, but <laughs> as though I'm not, I just heard my accent right there. Uh, uh, he said, he said, why is it pronounced sola fide when uh, when your football team does good, you say roll tide, you don't yeah. say roll t day. <laughs> but uh, we hold That's to funny. sola fide, uh, faith faith alone. That's great. Uh, uh, Saved by grace alone, through faith alone, uh, uh, solus Christus, uh, by Christ alone. It's his sacrifice alone. Uh, Sola Scriptura, Mm. uh, based upon the Scripture alone, alone. the truth of the Scripture. Uh, The Scripture is the highest authority for us as Christians. Mm -hmm. It is the sole authority for us as Christians, let me put it that way. And last of all, Soli Deo Gloria. Uh, we we I like how Stephen Lawson puts it. Uh, it's like the foundation uh, is sola uh, grace alone by faith alone uh, in Christ alone. The pillars are uh, the Scripture alone, and the the or the the peak of the the pinnacle of the roof is a sola deo gloria for God's glory alone. alone. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And so and, and I would just say Claude too. I like to say to people those are. Uh, not only just Reformation principles, those are biblical principles. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So um, a- a- as far as uh, the Reformation principles go, do you all have anything you'd like to add to those or to talk about on those before we move along? Or uh, I would just say, you know, those five points or those five solas are so great to witness and to teach off of. 
mm-hmm. because they cover the five foundational points of what we believe as Christians. And, and I think sometimes as Amen. Reformed folk, we just get caught up in, oh, the five solas, the five solas, and it kind of comes become our Christianese. But if you examine each one of those, um, you know, you, you can go through and, and, and talk to a non-Reformed person or a Protestant or um, most likely not a Catholic, but uh, maybe a, a non-dogma kind of believing Catholic. And you go through those. You don't have to even go through TULIP. You go through those and you can say, look at um, from that basis of soli fide and soli Christus, and you know, it's the all, gospel. It's the gospel, yeah. man. You know, totally. So it's Amen. like I love those because it's I love anything that takes really big ideas and kind of puts it into a nice tight little package to where then I can expound off of. And the solas definitely do that, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Amen. you know, just just to to touch on a few verses, if you guys don't mind, um, you know, with uh, sola fide, um, Ephesians one nine. Uh, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his great might, right? For it is the work of God, Amen. not of man, as Paul Paul teaches um, in Ephesians. Um, uh, and then with uh, Solus Christus, uh, I always I always sound like a a northern southern man whenever I tr- whenever I try to. You know, <laughs> what are you like, talking about? What am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I even saying? So, uh, first, first Timothy two five. For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, mm. the man Jesus Christ. Ooh. Right? Foreshadowing Amen. to our yeah, conversation. Man. Amen. Like That's it. right. And then uh, soli deo gloria. Mm. Um, Romans one sixteen. Come let's, on, bring let's it home. Not, let's, let's not forget this. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Right. Um, uh, I mean, there. You know, we we could go through. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we could go through all five. But I tell you what, man. Yeah. It that is the gospel right there, man. Whenever you're uh, talking to someone about. The five solas, just like Greg was just saying. I Preach mean, it, this baby. is this is this is where we're at right now, baby. And you all just get ready right now because we're about to break it down for you. No, it's- Preach it, brother Jason. Come on, preach. Yeah, preach. Right. I just, I just love, I just love scripture, y'all. I mean, seriously, man. Come on now. Exactly. It's but, our, it's our food, man. It's our right. bread. Amen. All right, Claude. I'm- well, that sola scripture, a second, uh, second Timothy three sixteen, mm. right? Yeah. right? The word of God is inspired. Mm. by God and is profitable for doctrine, for proof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. It's God breathed. Come on. It is God breathed. And and how can you not truly guys? I mean, how can a Christian not get excited, not get, (laughs) but uh, I, and, and I'll say it, I, 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 I don't You're care. To. <laughs> Beside ourselves, when we start reading what the scriptures teach us, Amen. particularly concerning God's love and mercy to us, huh. who are the worst of men, every yeah. single one of us. Yeah. By the way, that's scripture too. There's none good. There's no one righteous. There's none who seek after God. Mm-hmm. God is the one doing the seeking. I mean, it's it's a cliche term. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, and we've all heard folks say it. And we've all likely said it. You know, we, we'll talk about being saved, and we'll say, "When we found Jesus, Jesus, we didn't find Jesus. He wasn't hiding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. right? Yeah. yeah, he was standing over <laughs> he in the corner. Us. Just <laughs> for some people, make it sound like he was in the corner, going, "Please, can you please pick me? 
Hey, yeah. hey, please. Put me in, coach. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah absolutely. That, no. That, that's, the, <laughs> that's the weak, sissified Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. That's one of my favorite memes. And as we like to say, we get all of our theology from memes. Right. Just kidding, but not. <laughs> no, uh, no, we're the, not. One of the best ones is when Paul's, you I'm know, it's a either. picture, it's a painting, but, uh, you know, Renaissance painting of Paul being knocked off his uh, beast. And it says, and there I was on my way to Damascus when yeah, I yeah. decided to choose Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, I well, use my free will to choose Christ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. say when Nebuch- Nebuchadnezzar, when he's uh, eating yeah. grass and turning into a beast, you know, he decided to do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I agree with you, Claude. How can you yeah. read those scriptures and not yeah. and not feel, mm-hmm. you know, and we, sometimes we get we get knocked on here like we don't like emotion. Well, we don't like me-centered gospel. We don't yeah. like emotional-driven Amen. theology, but God created our emotions, mm-hmm. and if you can't have an emotional, spiritual response when you read the Word of God, yeah. I don't know, man. I, maybe you're being—I dist- think it's because you're being distracted by other things of this world, which the, much of Western Christianity plays into. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they say, oh, no, no, don't <laughs> don't focus on what the Word of God says. Maybe we need to focus on what we can get, material goods, health, wealth, whatever it is, promotion, yeah. uh, you know, uh, relationship with your family or friends. And it's like, those are a cheap, transparent—what's uh, the word I'm looking for? You know, a, a, an imposter yeah. to what the Word of God truly is, which, right, is right. which is our salvation in Christ alone. That's the American gospel. Amen. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't remember who it was that said it, but, you know, it, it, the, the gospel is preached to folks uh, nowadays like Jesus is the uh, the icing on the cake. Mm. But but Jesus Jesus is the cake. Right. He's right. the icing. He's the, he's the he's steak. The he's the potatoes. He's, a- <laughs> he, he's everything. Yeah. yeah. Amen. <laughs> Yep. All right, guys. So, um, man, this is this is good talk already. Mm. Um, so uh, now we're going to be uh, uh, Debbie Downers. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if that was a sexist term or not. I, I, I've never really heard a, a, a killjoy yeah, yeah. related. Did you to just a man. misgender uh, Debbie? Yeah, yeah. How dare you, <laughs> yeah. sir? Man. Uh, but to be, to be a Debbie Downer, now let's bring in really what we're going to be focusing on today, really, because the 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 heart of the reformation was bringing the church back to the scriptures bringing the church back mm. to the gospel and even in our day and in our time in which we live today uh there is a tendency even for the most faithful of churches to to tend to stray to tend to 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 just to wander off mm-hmm. And so we have the Word of God, number one, to keep us in the lines. We have creeds, confessions, and catechisms to to help keep us in line. And yet there is still such a great number of of professing Christians today who will look at these fringe groups, which that's what we're going to be talking about today, which truly is a fringe uh, group. Uh, they are not orthodox. They are not mainline. Uh, and when we're when we use the c word here, uh, we're not throwing it around uh, lightly. We uh, had a pre conversation, and we we all already had a uh, an understanding that uh, the word cult is a big word, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, it can be a devastating it can be a devastating thing and a devastating term but as christians we need to be able to make distinctions on what is truly what is truly cultish behavior uh the guys over at apologia of course jeremiah and them they they know all about it they they show cultish that that yeah. is great but as christians we need to be able 
to discern the difference. Uh, Spurgeon put it this way. It's important not just to know the difference between uh, truth and lies or truth and error, but it's it's important for the Christian to be able to understand and know the difference between truth and half truth. Uh-huh. Because a man will certainly be damned by half truth. Yeah. Uh, um, that's just the reality of things. So uh, as we move along here, let's look at just kind of define what we're talking about, about being a cult. In the intro, folks heard uh, Hunyan Sun Moon. I believe that's the country pronunciation of it. <laughs> uh, but they heard him refer to his father uh, claiming to be Lord at the second advent and uh, first king in their movement, in their, uh, in their in this cult is what it is. And he professes uh, a, a lot of things. There are some things that we'll talk about that you're going to think this absolutely wacko and out there, and there's no way in the world that people follow this kind of stuff. Well, <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but folks follow this kind of stuff, uh-huh. and they need to be warned off of it. So first thing here, let's look at this. So a cult, number one, a cult claims to be a part of a religion, yet it denies essential truths of that religion. So uh, in in plain it, it, in plain language, just that statement there. A cult claims to be a part of a religion. So a cult claims to be Christian in faith, yet it denies essential truths of that religion. And that is one of the defining characteristics of a cult. They deny the truths of the religion that, which the, the Christian religion is really what everything is rooted in. And everything, would you all say, would you all agree with that? That really everything tries to come to Christianity and pull bits and pieces for itself. Uh Stay with us. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Covenant Real Estate. And why not? It's my podcast and my real estate company. But seriously, I've absolutely enjoyed helping clients buy, sell, and invest in real estate over the last 12 years. My brokerage serves clients in Michigan and Ohio, with more states coming soon. When I started this brokerage, I wanted to ensure that my expertise and knowledge would serve every one of my clients. I take my fiduciary responsibility to my clients very seriously. That's why I named it Covenant Real Estate. Not only is a covenant a contract in the legal sense, but it's also a solemn promise from myself to each of my clients. I will do my absolute best to serve you. It's also pretty cool that our name has some theological implications as well, which is a great conversation starter. And here's the best part. My agents and I have extensive experience in helping people buy and sell residential homes, buy and sell commercial properties, as well as investing in real estate and selling and purchasing recreational and vacant land. Covenant Real Estate can help you with all of your real estate needs, and I would love the opportunity to earn your business. So if you have real estate needs in Michigan or Ohio, call me at 734-731-GREG. That's 734-731-GREG. Or click on the link in the description of this podcast episode you're listening to right now. Remember, Covenant Real Estate. Confidence from contract to close. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean... 
Uh, I don't know if any of you guys are fans of Keith Green, but in his book, No Compromise, he was a contemporary Christian artist back in the 70s and early 80s. Uh, worked a lot with Leonard Ravenhill through a church ministry and youth ministry when he was younger. Um, in his book, No Compromise, he actually writes and says he became a Christian. He was sitting around in the 60s uh, smoking weed with his buddies, and he needed a new guru. And he went to Buddha, and Buddha said, yeah, Jesus is one of the ways, and so am I. And he went to Hare Krishna, and Hare Krishna said, yeah, Jesus is uh, you know, one of the ways. He looked into... Um, you know, Islam and Islam said he was a great prophet. And he goes, then I go to Christ and Christ goes, no, I'm the only way I'm the way, the truth, I'm the way, the, the truth and the life. No man gets to heaven <laughs> except for me. So he had actually started his, um, journey into salvation with saying, well, I'm just going to make Jesus my, uh, my guru because he's mm. the main one. And then started getting into uh, actually reading the Bible and, uh, Leonard Ravenhill kind of took him under his wing and yeah. So everything is rooted in that. Uh, almost every major religion has some tinge of Christianity in it or comes back to that. And why wouldn't it be if we're good presuppositionalists? Right. Yeah. I was, I was maxed Amen. by, uh, some really bad doctrine for a little while when I got into the new apostolic reformation stuff. I mean, yeah. I was just like, oh man, you know, Bethel, yeah. um, uh, Hillsong and Stephen Ferdinand and whoever else. I mean, I was, I was listening to certain teachers, Todd White mainly, mm -hmm. and, um, uh, Bill Johnson. And I was just, I did not know my Bible, you know, after mm. 20 yeah. years of being a Christian, I did not actually, actually at that time, I think I was, you know, 30, 38, <laughs> so, right. so 36, 37, 38, you know, it was like, I didn't honestly really know my Bible. I grew up in the church and I mean, you get, you get masked for some reason by some of these teachings, you know, you grab, you grasp onto them and then you realize once you hear um, a great reform teacher, <laughs> that's when you know the true gospel. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, you. I mean, there these these these. Uh, I mean, these cults are out there, and they will you know pull you away from what the true gospel is. And they'll have a few things in them that are are true, that are or true. Yeah. Orthodox Christianity, right, Nicene right. Christianity, whatever. Yeah, uh, but there will be some fundamental differences, which uh, I think Claude will get into here yeah, shortly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, an, another quick kind of foundational thing, because we want this to kind of be instructional for mm -hmm. the folks who watch it as well. We don't want it to just be entertaining. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, as far as inst instructional foundation goes, uh, a good question for us to ask is this: in uh, so many folks will answer this differently, and and. And I'll say it. I think they're they're wrong if they answer it wrong, and they're right if they answer it right. So uh, let me ask you all: uh, after making such a statement, how many religions are there? Are there like thirty thousand or something like that now? Like, <laughs> seems like Doctor White just said this not too long ago on his radio program. I, I'll go with like thirty thousand. I don't. Know. Yeah, I mean, d d defined by dictionary definition yeah. of, of of a belief system, there's thousands, yeah. right? There's tens of thousands. Uh, do what do we know to be a a true religion? Well, there's one. Now, a lot yeah. of people would say that, right? Right. You go to well, a you got a book back here that says like. <laughs> thousands yeah, of them. It right. explains them all. <laughs> <laughs> but but a but a but a devout Muslim, you sit down with them and say, what is the one true religion? They'll agree with me that there's only one religion and there's they'll say theirs is one. Right. So right. um you know I kinda uh lean towards uh Greg Bonson on this of and I know you've talked about it too Jason reading a few of his books mm -hmm. of not only knowing what other uh 
what other religions believe, but being able to defend the Christian faith, and it goes back to what you said, Claude, is every single religion is rooted in Christianity. If you if you right. go to a Muslim and you're witnessing to them, they have roots in Christianity. Um, Buddha recognized Christ and Eastern mysticism, um, recognized the, the, the Jews uh, of the ancient times. Uh, Hare Krishna, same thing. Um, so you go through all these different religions, and they all come back, and they all point towards um, the God of Israel and Christ crucified. So I don't know what answer you're looking for, but I'll, I'll give you two and just cop out. <laughs> Technically, there's you know 25,000, but there's actually one. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah, I'll stick with that. I might get in trouble. Why? What was the right, right answer, so, Claude? So that's your yeah. all's answer. Here's yeah. my answer. Uh, if we look at it scripturally, mm. there's two religion. Ooh, okay. There's a religion of works and a religion of faith. The religion of works certainly can be divested into the many thousands of religions. Yeah. The religion of faith can only be divested into one. So there are two. In in my estimation, that's that's because I'm simple and I think it'll it'll help. So some folks. you tricked us. Two religions. Trick question. <laughs> religion of works yeah. and religion of faith. Right. Yeah, amen. amen. Religion yeah. of works and religion of faith. Yep. Only faith in Christ saves us. This is what the scriptures teach us, right? Mm-hmm. You quoted from Ephesians, the uh, Ephesians chapter two, again, verse eight. Uh, most Christians should know this. Yeah. You're by, for you are saved by grace through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Uh-huh. So it just in that verse, we have the the breakdown there, works and faith, works and faith. Sure. And so... Uh, and that being said, let's let's go into our second part of the definition of what a cult is. Uh-huh. Uh, a Christian cult will deny one or more of the fundamental truths of Christianity while still claiming to be a Christian. Uh, sure. Okay. So, and then the last part, we'll go ahead and look at that in a Christian context. And, and this is, and we are presuppositionalists. Presuppositionalists, we hold to a biblical worldview. We believe that we don't lay down the biblical worldview to try to argue or reason with anyone. The the Bible is our basis. It's our foundation, sola scriptura, going back to the Reformation principle. So in the Christian context, the definition of a cult is specifically a religious group that denies one or more fundamentals of biblical truth. And the fundamentals of our faith are found in Jesus Christ, right? Uh-huh. The scripture the scripture tells us that salvation is by and through Jesus Christ alone. The scripture uh, alone tells us what Christ did to pay the price for our sin, that he shed his blood, right. that the Father sent him, that the Father wrought it, the Son brought it, and the Holy Spirit wrought it, right? That mm-hmm. it's a work of God. Salvation is a work of God through and through. Amen. And so when we when we come to this basic understanding, right, that it's Christ alone, he's the Savior, he's the only begotten Son of God, um, that, that he rose from the dead, that he one day is returning in just a... I don't know. It's it's almost a irrational view that what this rod of iron ministries is taking as we get into this there for them concerning them. Um, it's a, it's a very irrational view. We mentioned it in a, in the pre-show. Um, can can you all talk a little bit about how that rod of iron ministries um, adopts a post millennial view, but it's like 
post millennial on post millennial meth. <laughs> I almost right. said meth too. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy that you would say that. I, that's I, great. I promise you, I almost yeah, yeah. Just interrupted you and said meth. I don't know why we went there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I actually had a few verses on uh, post mill um, for y'all. Okay. If you want to, if you want to dive into some of that, um, Psalm twenty two, twenty seven. Um, all the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations shall worship before you, for kingship belongs to the Lord, <laughs> and he rules over the nations, right? Um, uh, then we also have Psalm 72, starting in verse 8, may he have dominion from sea to sea, and from the river of the ends of the earth. May desert tribes bow down before him and his enemies lick the dust. May the kings of Tarshish and of the coastlands render him tribute. May the kings of Sheba and Seba bring gifts. May all kings fall down before him. All nations serve him. Mm. Um, and then, uh, added. Yeah, Amen. Isaiah 2. Let's go with Isaiah 2, verse 2. It shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains and shall be lifted up above the hills, and all the nations shall flow to it, right? <laughs> and many peoples shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. I mean, we, uh, you know, with, with, yeah, with, with these verses, I mean, you know, knowing, you know, I, I would not say that I'm an expert in post mill. I, I, I would say that I'm Post mill, uh, optimistic ah mill, um, but you know what? Yeah. I tell you what, the stuff that they were talking about in Rod of Iron Ministries, uh, if you could even call it that, <laughs> it was very, it was, it was a very uh, weird way of saying that they were going to make people, you know, come to the Lord and bow down, and then they were saying they were. You could see them in those videos too. Um, them uh, bowing down to their second king, I guess you could say, and you guys can go into yeah. more of the more of what this is about. But man, there was some really weird stuff going on within that uh, worship service, if you can even call it that. Yeah. <laughs> so again, here, here's the thing, really quick, Claude. Yeah. Let me just interject with that because Jason emphasized some points there, and I, I think that's what he was trying to emphasize. Mm -hmm. Every one of those verses, who are those verses talking about? Right. Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. Christ the that's King. That's right. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. Rod of Iron Ministries, I'm guessing they get their name from Revelation 2, right? Uh, ruling with a rod that's of it. iron. Who is who is speaking there, and who are they talking about that's ruling with a rod of iron? Right. Is it uh, the second king? Is it uh, you know someone from a cult or from a church? No, it's Christ himself. It's yeah. Jesus Christ. So, you know, we kind of have a broad definition of cult, like you were talking there, right there in the uh, teaser down below. In a Christian context, def definition of cult is specifically a religious group that denies one or more of the fundamentals of biblical truth. I would add to that, mm -hmm. though, too, is they also shift who Christ is, they take away the messianic message of Christ, or they add to it, and then they also no longer make the Bible inherent or uh, uh, everything that they need. They always have to add something mm -hmm. to it, you know, um, like 
Rod, uh, what is it? I'm saying Rod, Rod, no, 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 no. Uh, Rod of Iron Ministries. <laughs> Rod of Iron. Yeah, I almost yeah, said Rod yeah. of Cult. Yeah, yeah. Cult of Personality <laughs> Ministries. Cult Rod of Cult. You know, they, yeah, they, they have divine principle, right? Which they add to. Like every cult adds to. Book of Joseph, add to if you're Mormon. So it's right. like you take away from the divinity or the messianic message of Christ and then you add to it. And then they make themselves in the seat of Christ. We are going to yes. uh, take over the world. We are going to rule and reign. Mm-hmm. We are going to, we are going to, and it's not. Christ is going to. We, we just happen to, you know, if you look at your eschatology, we just happen to be there along for it, and thank God we are. Right. But Christ is ruling and reigning the nations yeah. uh, when Amen. you look at correct eschatology. So I would say the other definition of that cult is everything that Jason just read is referring to Christ, Christ yeah. yet a cult will take it and make it about them. And, yeah. you know, whether it's... Um, well, it made me think of David Koresh and, you know, some of that weirdness that sure. uh, came out of Waco. Sure. And the, and yeah, and everybody recognizes it now as weirdness, and yet they jump right into the next false thing. Let's look at this clip right here because it's going to uh, it's going to personify and illustrate perfectly what you all just mm. said there. Mm. I'm now working on a new series, okay, that which we, you will see, which will combine the study of the gospel, which is delineated by Jesus Christ, the gospel of the kingdom, with how he will rule that kingdom with a rod of iron. There you go. Mm. He's going to combine the gospel with what he he believes is the teaching concerning the rod of iron, yeah. which leads to, guess what, just having a guns. By the way, let's go ahead and uh, interject this here. Uh, we are not against guns. Right. We are pro-guns. <laughs> uh-huh. Amen. Look at that. <laughs> we've got them there. hanging in our house. We've got them. We've got them in drawers. We've got them. Yeah. <laughs> cast about here and there in our pocket. Whoops. Uh, so, oh. Uh, we, we we've talked about that, guys. Guys, talk a little bit about that so folks know uh, where we stand on gun ownership. Yeah, I mean, I I believe in protecting my family for sure. You know, I mean, uh, somebody breaks in my house, they're going to find out why they shouldn't have. Um, uh, but Boom. you know, I, I tell you what, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, I, like Greg said earlier, uh, before we started, I mean, I have nothing wrong with somebody going up in the Hills and praising God and having, and owning some guns, you know, like that's cool. But, yeah. but if it gets too weird, maybe you could expound on what you were saying. I just saying you, yeah, yeah. you can worship Christ. <laughs> right, you, right. you can't become Christ. And right, that's right. the problem with cults is it's the <laughs> yeah. mini God. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christ is not the Messiah, the leader or the, uh, adherents are yes. Christ yeah. themselves or many gods. And that's where it crosses the line. And you see that happen a lot. Um, but yeah, we're not, we're not anti-gun. I no, didn't take these, no. an, th- these antlers here didn't get here with a bow. They he got bought with, those they got at a seven <laughs> <laughs> eleven. Yeah. yeah. We have two, we have 12 oh, points. Now here. you're calling them antlers before you called them deer horns. I know. <laughs> He's learning. I'm t- he I'm he yelled at me. I, I called him antlers the other day. I yeah. got, I, I got lucky. He smacked me around for that yeah. one. But no, there, you know, in, you, you, we can get into that. I mean, you can get into the fact that four out of the 10, uh, 10 commandments are about uh, personal privacy and property rights. Um, you can talk about Christ yeah. sending out his followers with what, with a weapon of the day that was a personal protection uh, device, a, a mini sword, so to speak, that could be concealed. We, we can have that discussion. That's a whole different thing. But I think to talk about cults here, and just because they have guns, I don't want to malign anyone who, own, who, who owns right. guns or uses it to Nothing protect their the family. Yeah. Um, but I would say right. they're incorporating that erroneously into how they're how, how they're um, 
interpreting scripture. I mean, those crowns are pretty cool, though. I mean, I those, might get one of them bullet crowns. crowns, bullet yeah. crowns I don't pretty know. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a Burger King bullet crown. I know. Boy. I know. <laughs> Heck yeah. So again, so again. <laughs> Burger King crown. Oh I love it. Bullet crown. <laughs> I know. You think, you think oh, second father so or whatever he calls himself did that. that. We could have thought ahead and got yeah. our crowns for the right, podcast. Right. Hey, all you got to do is go to uh, Burger King. Tell them it's your birthday. They'll give you one. Yeah, man. Nevertheless, we digress on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but but to accentuate and to uh, to bring to the front again the scripture that you quoted earlier, uh, Jason. Mm-hmm. There's one man and there's one mediator between man and God, mm-hmm. and that is the man Christ Amen. Jesus. Amen. Amen. No other. And what's what's what goes on with this cult? Uh, what goes on with this rod of iron movement? Is that number one? They, they, they. Let's let's get this out too. That they uh, are not just so that we make this distinction here. Uh, the uh, sanctuary church, Rod of Iron Ministries, it is um, technically an offshoot of the Unification Church, which was um, started by the Reverend Sun Young Moon. Uh, you'll, you, many of you, uh, if you're an older folks like us, you recognize that this was a, uh, a cult movement back in the eighties, uh, uh, originated in Korea. Uh, as a matter of fact, some of their, um, some of their core teachings were basically rooted number one in Sun Young Moon being the, the Lord, the second advent of the Lord himself, uh, the sanctuary church, um, Rod of Iron Ministries, has basically kind of adopted this. It, it, it's kind of like making a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. Mm-hmm. If you've ever seen the movie Multiplicity, mm-hmm. I suggest that. Uh, I suggest yeah. that that's a good movie. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember. Is it number four? Um, the fourth copy of Michael Keaton gets made, and basically, you know, he's he's a little bit off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's a little off, and that's uh, and, and that's kind of what's taking place with this with this cult movement is that they made a copy of a copy. They're claiming, uh, they're claiming their roots in this, but they're also straying from from the roots of the movement itself. Mm-hmm. So, Sanctuary Church is a, a, a separate entity. Unification Church doesn't claim them. Unification Church actually put out a statement. I thought I had it screenshotted. I don't. They actually put out a statement saying, you know, they did not agree uh, with the practices of Sanctuary Church. So there is a distinction. Nevertheless, they're both cults. Uh, they're they're denying each other. <laughs> they're both denying each other. Yes, cults that deny each other. Yeah. Uh, while cult denying cult. Those guys. Those guys are crazy. Oh my god! So, so the uh, 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 young Hyungin Moon, which is Sean Moon, the pastor of Sanctuary Church, uh, he is basically kind of uh, uh, adopted this idea of his father being the Lord at second advent and he that he and he alone is the sole inheritor mm-hmm. <laughs> another the, here we go back to the scripture right mm-hmm. he that he and he alone is the sole inheritor of what he they refer to as true father 
right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, let me read something here while we're at this. Let me find that uh, Constitution. I don't, I'm not able to uh, put this on the screen, uh, but we will be glad uh, if necessary to provide provide links, so on and so forth. But I'd like for you to listen to this because the whole idea of the movement, as you mentioned, um, post the idea of post-millennialism being kind of part of their ideology on myth, here is what their, ide- their idea of the end of the, the, the end game for the movement. They have actually written up uh, what is called the Constitu- Constitution of the United States of Chan il which uh, Chan il let me just read it so I don't... Uh-huh add add falsity to falsity here. It says this, Chan Ilguk, the kingdom of God and or heaven, a sovereign and actual nation does not yet exist in this world, but is the long-awaited culmination of the end of time as prophesied in the biblical scripture. The divine principle in the eight great textbook curriculum revealed by true father Christ at his second coming that's a reference to uh, um, Sun Young Moon, mm-hmm. uh, is the spiritual foundation of this Constitution. It is upon this foundation of these eternal truths that the future nation of Chan Il-guk will be politically and legally established. This Constitution is not an ecclesiastical constitution of a church or a religious body, but is a constitution for a real and sovereign future nation being the literal fruit of God's providence. All history longs and awaits the future kingdom of God. So before I read the second paragraph, uh, so all history awaits this, what they're referring to as the culmination of the end of time. Yeah. And what does the scripture tell us? What is the culmination of the end of time? The culmination of the end of the ages or the end of time in general, or the coming of the is coming of actual Jesus Christ, right? Yeah, Uh absolutely. That's what we long for. That's what we look for. We're not looking for a, uh, that's, that's, that was the issue in the New Testament and still the issue today that men and women are looking, they're looking for a political power to come in and the world to be reigned and ruled physically, you know, and economically and politically by uh, some political savior when Jesus Christ is the savior. Uh He is the one that we look for. He is the one that we await. Which is a running theme within um, religious movements that can become cults. Once again, not only do their leaders become messianic, but even the adherents can can then see like they're taking the place of what Christ is to accomplish. And they kind of take it into their own hands. And we see this all the time, though, uh, within Christian walks. Uh, We don't wait patiently for the providence of the Lord. We don't wait patiently and lean on his understanding, we want to do it ourselves. And when you do it in things, maybe on a day-to-day basis that are, um, you know, minor things, yeah, you can get away with that. But when you take major doctrinal um, uh, orthodox statements and twist them and mangle them so much as to then implement them in in those type of doctrinal beliefs, you are now a cult. And that is what uh, Rod of Iron Ministries is doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I don't care if you say, well, we've distanced ourselves from that offshoot. His father, um, uh, Reverend Moon, and I say Reverend in air quotes, uh, claimed in 1936 <laughs> that Christ 
you know, it always happens this way too with cults, right? Christ contacted me directly and I've got a new revised version (laughs) of of what the truth is. And it's like, no, that goes back to what I said earlier. Most cults, one of the the definitions of that is the Bible is no longer sufficient. Right. You have to add to it. Once you no longer believe the Bible is sufficient and you add to it, you're into cult territory. And um, yeah, I don't care if they're technically distancing themselves from it or not. That's his father. He calls himself what father parent of the, of then when they say father parent, they're saying of the entire human race on earth. Let's be clear about that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Me and yep. you. Right. There's Jason, another, yeah, yeah. according There's to another him, we should rightly be calling him father parent and Heretical. father mother. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't his, didn't his wife, um, start saying that she was then God once he passed? I, I, yeah. If you guys could correct me for They're already I, jockeying for position. I heard some weird, yeah, some, <laughs> I, I, man, as I was looking into this, there was just some crazy things going on within this, but, uh, yeah. There, there's actually, yeah, they, they actually are, um, I don't know if demonizing is the right word here, but uh, yeah, for, you can go with that. Sake, I'm not having a better <laughs> word. I'll use it. They actually are, are demonizing what is referred to as uh, the first mother. I don't, I can't remember exactly what all it is, but uh, she basically messed up. And that's part of the problem with creation huh. <laughs> is, is it's her fault. Oh, <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> they yeah, always, geez. they're blaming the woman. Yeah, uh, like a good but, cult, blame um, the woman. <laughs> Jeez. But 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 and so there was there was a some second lady uh Han I can't I can't remember her her name right now but um they basically uh said that you know it had to be that's part of the problem that's why spiritual wickedness came into the world because the 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 the, the true mother let them down so they have have adopted at some point in time some other true mother wow. so that there can be true parents mm. uh and so that. Uh, we might, you know, continue on. Yeah, that oh. totally sounds so biblical. To yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So listen to this uh, second paragraph of their yep. Constitution of the United States of Chani Oguk. It is, they say this, quote, it is upon the, this future anticipation that I, Young Yen Moon, that's Sean Moon, the pastor of Sanctuary Church, the uh, the leader of Iron Rod, Rod of Iron Ministries, he said, it is upon this future anticipation that I, Hung Young Moon, the crowned successor and representative body of the cosmic true parents of heaven and earth and full inheritor of the kingship of God with all the authority endowed in me by my father, Sun Young Moon, the true father, the, are you ready for this? Okay. The listening. Messiah, <laughs> Lord at the second advent, and wow. hold on to your britches, King of Kings. Hereby, I hereby declare that all people of the kingdom of heaven, of Chan Ilguk, are the sovereign children of Almighty God. And here they throw Christ in, of Christ, who <laughs> became flesh and gave us immeasurable grace by engrafting us to God's life. God's love, and God's lineage. This endows all human beings of the kingdom of God with immutable and inalienable rights that originate from their creator, God himself, through the physical kingship of Christ, established at his second coming as the true father, son, 
young moon. Wow. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. If, Boom. Uh, yeah. yeah, if, yeah. If that doesn't scare you and anyone right. saying that they're not a cult, I mean, once again, we it sounds like we're just rehashing this, but yeah, that's that's the point of every cult is to deny the deity of Christ uh-huh. or deny the messianic uh, message of Christ and put themselves in their place, and that that's definitely what they're doing. Um, where are they exactly in the United States, Claude? Are they are they pretty? prevalent throughout the United States or are, are they, are they setting up camp anywhere close to you or I, or maybe give the listeners a little yeah, bit. Um, that. Actually they're in mean, Pennsylvania is there is where they're rooted. Okay. Uh, but here so Steelers in just fans, a, that makes uh, sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not, not too far, not too far and not too far from us. They just bought a big uh, plot of land. Huh. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, let's play uh, actual, uh, interview from the news our local news here let me find it real quick oh so it's pretty close to you then oh yeah outside uh, Granger of county or? it's just yeah. a it's just a short short way away from us wow. i mean not far at all huh. let me find that interview hmm. have you ran into you talk amongst yourselves while uh yeah i'll yeah. put you all on full screen while i'm looking for it <laughs> <laughs> man is claude gonna have to go there, over there and have a gun off i with know him or what? i don't know <laughs> Sounds like a good witnessing opportunity there, Claude. <laughs> just, just take that shotgun in the back. Yeah, yeah. Take the shotgun and take the Bible and, you know, <laughs> no. be all right. I ain't scared. <laughs> as they say. Yeah. Uh, the good thing is, since we're recording, we can edit all this out. Oh, Let me yeah. see if this is the... Let me see if this is the one I'm looking for. No, it's not. Yeah, there were a couple that you had sent us. I bet I deleted that one. Dad, blame it. Um, yeah, anyway, it was the, uh, one of their, uh, talking heads, basically, um, that is one of their talking heads that was interviewed and it really, really, there was nothing about Christ in in the appeal around here really to a lot of folks is, you know, the the second amendment freedom and, and all those things, which of course we're for, uh, but the fact that they are a dangerous cult building, uh, building a uh another leg on the uh or another head for their many headed beast uh-huh. uh here right here in Tennessee and local I mean they're they're, they're buying land all around yeah and yeah. they're setting up shop and they're doing it by saying oh we're a Christian organization and we really believe in the second amendment so folks you know just kind of it just goes over their heads yeah yeah um so let me next, ask let's, oh, go ahead go ahead no, you go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. You you had this next thing going. Go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask you a question then. <laughs> it was just a funny, uh, so so not funny, but um, so a question. So we're we're both Christians. We're all Christians here, mm-hmm. right? We pro- profess Christ. We're also Americans, okay? And I think Amen. we know which order we are those, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Uh, we, we believe the Word of God to be uh, sufficient and inherent. Uh, yes. we also believe that the constitution is a very wise document. So what mm-hmm. do you do in a situation as a Christian and as an American, you might have two different responses. What do you do with a cult like this that does have certain rights under the U S constitution, um, to worship how they want to protect themselves, carry guns, things like that, but also go around calling themselves Christianity under the guise of Orthodox Christianity. Is your response the same as a Christian and an American, or are they different, uh, responses under Christian and American? What do you think? I would have to say first and foremost, Christ Uh has to be the go-to Christ has to be 
the the lead. Christ has to be the one going out in the front, and our faith in Christ has to be the priority. Mm-hmm. We okay. are first Christians. We are we we live in a Christian country, but we must always go back to the fact that it is by the grace of God. It, it, it everything goes back to the grace of God. Mm-hmm. It goes back to the foundation of the scriptures themselves. It yeah. goes back to faith being uh, in Christ alone and salvation being by grace alone through faith alone uh, and for one end. Yeah. So that God alone receives the glory and God alone receives the honor. Now we we still very much have to. Uh, I mean, even as even as Christ told his disciples, "Be wise as serpents." And harmless as doves. I know. I know. Sam Storms quoted that the other day on y'all's episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but we've got we, we we very much do have to do that. But without sacrificing the truth of the scriptures, right? And without sacrificing our stand as Christians, mm. it has to come first. Yeah. In yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know. I brought something up a few times uh, <laughs> recently, just about being the complaint department. Um, of Christianity. And, and <laughs> there's certain times where, man, it's, it, it feels like, you know, Greg and I are on here, we're just calling out heresy and, you know, calling people out. But it's like, at some level, you should, you know, you have to. And there has to be a balanced approach, of course, always. But man, when, when your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is being, you know, wrapped up into something else that isn't true and you have the verses to prove it and you'd want to pull people out of that that cult or that crazy teaching that is being taught right it's like man you have yeah. to say something and, and it's like you know i i say the complaint department uh loosely i mean i'm not uh, you know we're that's not all we do on this podcast but you know what there there are certain times where you just have to speak in truth you know, in spirit yeah. and a truth, you know, we're Oh yeah. And, truth, and to clarify know? that, I don't, I don't think we're complaining. No, no, no. And I'm not theology. saying that either. No. I'm, I'm no, no, saying, no. I'm saying, look at, uh, in an earthly situation, if you, if you go around and you, you're lying about my, my earthly father, my dad, mm-hmm. right. And he's a good guy yeah. and you're just making up lies and misleading people. I'm going to have some pushback on that. Yeah. If you blaspheme the name of God, my savior, the one who showed me so much grace, and I know the sinner that I am, and then you're going out there and using his name for whatever cult or whatever teaching or whatever false gospel that you want to promote. Yeah, I'm going to get a little upset about that. Don't blaspheme the name of God. I, I think we're allowed to have oh, yeah, righteous sure. anger, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's why so, I just said. I yeah. mean, it's, it's very important to make well, I'm sure agreeing that with we're... You, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You. I didn't know if you were taking it I was clarifying way. for anyone yeah, listening. Yeah. <laughs> I might say, oh, well, you know, yeah. I like to complain. Well, we're not complaining. Well, it's, 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 yeah. And like I said, I say it loosely. I say it loosely, you know, whenever I say it, but there is a time where you have to speak truth where you have to, you know, call some of these cults out. And, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, what, what are, what are, what are we doing if we sit back and allow people, uh, or, or, or just allow this teaching to, out there and yeah. not say anything about it biblically. That's you know, what the culture the wants Bible though too. Into it. Right, yeah. right. Secular yeah, culture I'm wants you to this. sit back and leave me alone. Hey man, don't yeah, offend don't, anyone. Yeah, yeah, don't don't say right. anything. Let people yeah. live how they want. Right. And it's like, right. well, okay, they're going to hell then. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> right. yeah. Well uh, and I hate to I hate <laughs> to keep going back to the scripture. Not uh, but the scripture says the scripture says to him that knows to do good and does it not to him it, it is sin. Count it sin. So we're we're going to be guilty of 
two types of sin, sins of commission, the things that we do, Mm -hmm. or the things that we, sins of omission, the things that we do not do that we know to be right. That we know to do. Absolutely. Amen. Yep. Yep. So, um, in, in, uh, just along that line too, guys, I know we're at an hour and four. I know y'all are probably wore out. We'll, we'll close up here pretty <laughs> soon right. too, but, um, uh, you know, uh, along the lines of what you were talking about in, in, uh, Jason, you had mentioned, you know, it feels like you're the complaint department or, or, yeah, or yeah. folks think that's mm-hmm. the case, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and to me, that's again, another reason why that's really, uh, Throughout the years, that has been one of the focuses of uh, uh, of the gospel ministry. I feel like one of the things that I focus in on a lot is teaching people yeah. uh, the difference between truth and lies, right? Mm-hmm. Showing them what's wrong. It's easy for us just to say what's right, what's right, what's right. But we also have to be very much be the bad guy, right? right? I don't know which one. I don't know which one of you all were, but when I when my son was growing up. Guess who was the bad guy all the time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, right? Right. Uh, somebody's got to be the bad guy. Yeah. But by the grace of God, God gives us wisdom, faith, and strength to stand, to stand in the face of lies. Again, going back to the Reformation, that's exactly what they did. Those men and even women mm-hmm. uh, throughout church history stood for the truth of the Scripture Amen. many times. They were killed. Many times they were tortured. We have it in the book of Hebrews, right? right. They were tortured. They were sawn asunder. Oh, that makes me want to be a Christian, right? right. Not, not to a lot of people, <laughs> but it's the fact and the reality of whom we serve, whom we do it for. Yeah. And Christ is worthy. Yeah. He is yeah. worthy of us to stand. Last of all, let's look at this. Um, so, we 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 saw how that they are uh, building on a, a a sandy foundation, right? Not on a solid foundation. They're claiming uh, to be Christ. They're claiming uh, to bring in the power of God to the world. Uh, and here is just one last thing that we'll look at. That just kind of uh, it it ought to make folks think. Listen to the prayer prayed at one of their uh, e- events here. We are so grateful to be out here in the beautiful nature. We are so grateful to have the leadership of our second king. And we are so grateful that you have shown us so much love. A day of victory for the Rod of Iron Ministry and the celebration of the publishing of the book. We pray these things together in all our family names. Aju. Amen. I, I do so like a good Aju sauce on a French dip, though. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of grape. Nothing like a French dip with some good sauce. Huh? <laughs> Notice it wasn't so in Christ's we, we name pray- either, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah, they they uh, and and you see how they are have kind of been assimilated into this um, thinking and this ideology, like they are like they're praying in their name, right? Like, what can they do? Mm, uh, yeah. What did? What did God tell Job, you know, in, in the book of Job, once, you know, Job had all he took from his, from his buddies, uh-huh. Zophar, Bildad, and Eliphaz, whatever their names were, but, and he began to try to stand up for himself, and the Lord reminded him, mm. where were you 
Yeah. When I made the earth, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Were you there? Yeah. When I set the stars in their place? When I held back <laughs> the Were you oceans? there when I yeah. formed the mountains? Mm. No. Uh, that, that's the, and, and that gets down to the heart of sin. The, the root of the matter is that the sinful heart of man will always lead him astray. Yeah. The mm, sinful no. heart of woman will always yeah. lead them astray. The sinful heart of the boy and the girl will always lead them astray. This is why, to wrap it all up right here, this is why Christ alone must be the Savior. Amen. Because there is no salvation. The scriptures say it. There's no salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved saved. Amen. Amen. So any final words on the Rod of Iron Ministries? Well, uh, I would firstly just say, uh, Claude, thanks so much for uh, doing this, getting it all set up. There was a lot of work that went into this and research. I do appreciate you doing that and including us on yeah. this kind of uh, first ever crossover event with another podcast. I, yeah, I really this is do appreciate fun. It that. It really is, yeah. Two, I just love the fact that you still hold discernment as a crown jewel, and unlike our secular culture, take we take discernment and almost uh, call it vile, and we say it's offensive. So I would encourage you, brother, uh, keep keep that about you. Uh, wisdom and discernment, uh, you know, you're going to get called Mr. Meanie. You're going to get called judgmental. You're going to get called offensive. You're going to say you're just a mean guy that doesn't like people. You're a sexist. You're a misogynist. You're this and that, right? Be called all those things. Uh, Christ is going to call you well done, good and faithful servant, because we have to know not what's right from wrong, but what's right from almost right. And that's where discernment comes in. And I think that's what this episode was about, parsing right from almost right. Um, I think we made a very good, and you made a very good researched case of what a cult is, how it differs from Orthodox Christianity, how the leaders are messianic and the adherents take take on the messianic role. And I, I think this uh, cult fits all of those things. And I think, especially since it's down in your neck of the woods, and this is a national thing, they're in you know, multiple places in the United States. Uh, I, I think people down where you're at too need to be aware of what's going on. And I, and I hope they listen to this uh, podcast and, and get something from it. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think that people within the, the Trump um, uh uh, what do you call it? I mean, just the Trump people, the Trumpsters. The I mean, I think that, the, yeah, his supporters, possibly some of them might be drawn to something like this because they may be thinking, yeah. hey, you know, these guys are all about MAGA. They're all about, you know, Second God's Amendment. God's gun and freedom. Yeah, God's yeah. gun and freedom. And, and they, they just look past some of the craziness that they're talking about, you know. So we just pray yeah. that, that people will hear, you know, this this podcast and, truth, and even, yeah. you know, others that might be talking about this and just the truth of Christ um, would reign in in their life and just, uh Yeah. We just pray for those people, but uh, and we pray for you too, because you too, Claude, down there, just being around it and hopefully being able to have some conversations with people. Thank y'all, thank y'all for being on. So, which one of you would like to close us out by sharing the gospel, Mm. Gregory? (laughs) Do you need arm wrestle for it? Hey, now (laughs) she wants to see arm wrestle so bad. (laughs) Oh yeah, we got to get a picture to you. 
<laughs> you can't get a picture yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. For the, I've been waiting on that. For for those listening, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll give you the condensed version here. But uh, for those listening who might not know, let, let me tell you something. You're going to read through the Bible and you are going to see that it says you are not good enough, that you're a sinner, that you're a horrible person, that you can't do it on your own, that uh, there's no way that you can measure up to Christ. In fact, your righteousness is like dirty menstrual rags in the nostrils of God if you try to be yes. righteous on your own. And that's... That is good news because there is one that has come and his name is Christ. And he came as fully God, fully man. He went to the cross and that wasn't the, the good part. The good part is then he beat the power of death. The second Adam, as Hebrew says, he rose again from the grave. And by that, we have imputed righteousness through Christ. Meaning when we stand before a righteous judge, the judge does not see our sin, but he sees the righteousness of Christ. And that righteousness of Christ is imputed to us. And that is the good news. That is the gospel. And for anyone listening, either on our podcast, Dead Men Walking, or on Claude's podcast, Here I Stand, Theology Podcast, if you don't know that truth, I, one, encourage you to read the Bible. Two, talk to a leader or a shepherd. Reach out to Claude, Jason, or myself if you need to. But please be encouraged that the gospel is true true, it's real, and it's only by God that we are saved. Amen. Amen. Amen, guys. Thank you all so much again for being on here. Hang on just a second. We'll end the end the podcast, and then we'll uh, close out. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dead Men Walking Podcast for full video podcast episodes and clips, or email us at deadmenwalkingpodcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits. Be sure to check us out at dmwpodcast.com where you can purchase the best and snarkiest merch on the internet, support the show, and leave us a review or message. Dead Men Walking can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Dead Men Walking Podcast and on Twitter X at Real DMW Podcast. The Dead Men Walking Podcast is part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. For exclusive show content, be sure to download the Pub TV app and become a member. If you're a business that needs to reach hundreds of thousands of potential customers in your demographic, podcast advertising might be for you. Send all inquiries to Dead Men Walking Podcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits.